to me? Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, Bunk? Good morning, Vietnam! I love the smell of red pump in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I feel the need. The need for speed. I wish I knew how to quit you. Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do! You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Happy Monday, guys. We are here talking about the all-new Michael B. Jordan movie, Creed 3, in theaters right now. And we are the Cinnamon Movie Podcast, here to talk about that little movie. I'm your one of your hosts, Zach. I'm here with my good friends, Ed. Hey, how's it going, folks? Craig? <clears throat> yo, yo. <laughs> that should just start. We should just start that. Instead of the opening, you just do your <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> um... Yeah, guys, we're here to talk about a movie that new release, second our second 2023 film of the year. Um, it's it'll be an interesting conversation. We're gonna get into it here in a little bit. But uh, how was your weekend, guys? Ed, start with you. It was all right. I had a lot to do, but you know, it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's always a great way of describing things. What about you, Craig? <clears throat> um, did the birthdays finally calm down? <laughs> yes, uh, Adley is currently dealing with a earache, pink eye, stomach know. bug, a little bit uh, of everything, anything you can think of. She's currently dealing with it, so I, I, I actually work from home today. Um, but um, gotcha. Yeah, uh, went and saw that the yeah the movie Friday or Saturday with my dad. Uh, went and saw Demon Slayer on Friday. Uh, so oh, just oh, nice. I was going to ask about that. I am um, highly. Uh, once we get to that portion, so you know what? Let's just go ahead and get into it. Recent watches, Craig. You obviously Creed three, uh, Demon Slayer two, same day or another day? Uh, <clears throat> it was going to be the same day, but it was like the movie ended at like nine o'clock. Creed started at nine forty five, ten o'clock oh, with yeah. previews. I was like, I would get home at like twelve thirty. I don't, don't want to. So, so Demon Slayer, which I thought was an entire movie, kind of between seasons. Last two episodes of last season, one episode of new season. Mm. Oh. And they just combined it into one like two-hour thing. An hour and 20 minutes of the movie was shit that's already on Hulu. You saw 20 minutes of a new episode. That's funny. And that was it. I'm sitting here like, yo, dog, we've already seen this shit, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not crazy. And my friend was like, these are the last two episodes of, of Demon Slayer, so... Uh, kind of upset about that. It was still uh, enjoyable to go see it on the big screen. Just but... feels cheap. Yeah, I was. I wasn't upset as I would have been because obviously I'm on the AMC A list. Creed pretty much mm -hmm. paid for my month essentially, and Demon Slayer, yeah. um, uh, Scream Six, everything else after this just kind of icing on the cake for the month. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't that upset. I didn't get a popcorn or a drink or anything, but people I went with, they bought tickets, they bought popcorn, they bought drinks. You know, I'd, I'd be fairly upset if that was my experience because yeah. it, it was, it, it was yeah. very, um, it looked like it was just going to be a movie kind of building to the next season and it wasn't right. So are these, are these like 30 minute episodes for the direct, uh, Demon Slayer? 25 30 minute episodes, yeah. Okay. Anime. I can imagine like Craig's reaction, just like, wait a minute, I've already seen this. Like, what are we doing? 
Well, it, it was it was okay for me because it's been a while since I've seen those last two episodes. So it was like I had known some parts, some parts I didn't know, but it was also like right. cool to see it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that bad for me. But some people went back and rewatched like the last two or three episodes to get a recap. And then yeah. you're recapping it again at the movie. Like, yeah, it would be like everything everywhere at once with me. Like, because yeah. <laughs> remember, I watched it like four times that weekend. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. Are those your two, um, two main things? Did you catch uh, start of Mandalorian season three yet? I did. I watched that. Um, I'm currently two episodes behind on Last of Us, which is good because now I can just binge it. Um, yeah. And, How was the uh, new season? Is I heard it's like a kind of kind of like a soft reboot or reset or kind of something like that of Mandalorian. I don't know. I, <coughs> it builds. It feels like it's building towards a crossover with Boba mm-hmm. Fett. Yeah. Um, so we'll see where it goes. Okay. Uh, my week was pretty. I'm not gonna lie. It was kind of a dull weekend. I'm not gonna lie. Creed three, obviously. I'm kind of. I picked up my 15 movies. That I'm gonna rewatch before our uh, top five plus five of 2022. Rewatch the Batman. I'm almost. I started. I like 40 minutes left to pray the Predator movie from Hulu. Um, yeah, got a lot to watch. Uh, other than that, uh, that's really about it for me. What uh, I am. I'm caught up on Last of Us. I haven't watched last night's episode, but I think next Sunday is the season finale. So we'll have to probably. Craig, you have to get caught up, and we'll talk about it on the show when you do. Yeah, yeah um, I'll watch it. And Ed, what about you? <clears throat> um, so I was kind of mad at myself actually last week because season I 15 of, season fifteen of South Park. <laughs> no, we have been still watching that, and I think think we're almost season eleven now. Um, no, uh, I've been watching a few shows, and you know. You, do you ever get that feeling that something's going on and you just haven't checked in on something for a while and you're thinking of it and either it's about to release or it's already released and you missed it? Yeah. Are you about to I, say what I think you're about to say? Hmm. Wu-Tang? Yeah. yeah. Oh, three. yeah. Wu-Tang I saw that American online. Saga. I saw I that on... Well, what were I... you thinking of? Dragon Ball Z Budokai 4. Oh, no. That was next, though. That was next. I'm so um, high for that shit. Dude, Budokai Tenkaichi 3 was my... Oh, I still yeah. love that game. Uh, but, yeah, I was mad because literally I've been waiting on the uh, Wu-Tang of American Saga Season 3. And I was like, man, it's been a while. Like, I wonder if it's out. February 15th already dropped. And this is like... I think February 28th and all that. So I'm just, that's when I remembered about it, you know, 13 days later. And yeah, so I started the first three episodes of that and it still goes on. It still goes with, they keep it fresh, but enough kind of like still in that mode, still kind of going with the, uh, the rawness of it, as well as the music production, the music value of it, the hardships that the entire Wu-Tang Clan had to get to, the highs, the lows, and all that good stuff. So, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy because, you know, you've got at least 
I mean, what, 10, 15 members, not just of Wu-Tang, but of their company and family, for that matter, that they've got to follow. So you've got several different people who you can uh, go with. And, I mean, they follow Old Dirty Bastard. They follow RZA, Jizza, uh, the main cast. Uh, you know, Method Man comes in for a bit. Divine, you know, he goes and all that good stuff. Uh, they follow the sister and all that. Uh, they haven't introduced the mom, I don't think, other than, I think, telephone calls. But other than that, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to it, but they they do it very well. Uh like I said, like you mentioned, South Park, uh, still going on that. Uh, should be on a season 11, if I'm not mistaken. Still going on the PS5 here and there. I'm not sure how I find time for all this. Like, I, I listen to what we say, yeah. and I'm just like, where does he, you know? Yeah. You know, and then I see you on 2K23, I think, hey, all the chill, time. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> That's not all the time. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just playing. It's like times that I'm on, I see you on. I'm like, oh, cool. You know? I've actually, you're you're catching me at a at a good time because I I literally I I played Hogwarts today for like 30 minutes during my lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last time I logged in was February 21st, so it's oh, been wow. about two weeks. Yeah. Um, Dang. But okay. I, uh, I I I watched the Thunder on Friday. They beat yeah. the dog shit out of Utah. So I was like. I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna play NBA, uh, okay, bust some people up with Shay, and that's what it was. But yeah, other than that, Creed three yesterday, uh, and yeah, so part of me because yeah. you hadn't responded as like as quick as Craig did about coming on the show. I really thought you were watching it like at lo- like earlier this today and just got out. Oh, or something. no, there was a lot of stuff that I had to do at work, and we were just yeah, busy. make little mean pictures and send them in the chat. That's not me. That's Johnny. That's not me making That's it. That, Johnny, no, man. no, it's a whole different person. It's a guy we know. And y'all just share them between <sighs> Johnny does. Yeah, yeah. get your own. Yeah. Get your own little uh, on cue thread going. <laughs> I swear, because literally that picture that he's got of me that he did. Oh, that's like about four years old when I was a clerk, for that matter. Because I mean, this clerks? is huh? clerks. Clerks. I know, clerks? right? She. Uh, oh shit! And Clerks Three, you know, come on now, got to do that sometime. That'd be cool. But well, either way, well, great recent watches, guys. And if a dear listener wanted to reach out or let us know about something we should watch, or just want to give their comments on something, how 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 they might do that. All right. So the thing is, is you need to get out of that rock. If you, it's found a national us, secret. It's a national if you secret. Found us, it's a national secret. Like the room behind Mount Rushmore. That's not a secret. <laughs> I know, right? And technically, uh, it's not complete. Yeah. All right. So enough with the jokes. Uh, so you can always find us at facebook.com forward slash the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. That is C-I-N-E-M-E-N Movie Podcast. Instagram, that is forward slash Cinnamon Movie Podcast. The Cinnamon Movie Podcast as well. Twitter, Cinnamon405. You know, and the email at cinnamon, C-I-N-E-M-E-N, 921 at gmail.com. Go ahead and email any suggestions. Email any, you know, anything you checked out. We'd love to hear stuff like that. Send it our Bring way. It any, Bring it in. If Literally you want to call anything. one of us out, it is what it is. If you want to tell us about your favorite 
video game your favorite CD or record or whatever, you know, send it in. We'd love yeah. to hear it. I mean, we are people of culture. Yeah. Uh, we are people of entertainment. We we literally will talk about anything and everything. Um, and we will, con- we will consume anything. Pretty much. Is that if a fat joke? No. I'm just I kidding. Mean, no. We're all funny. I'm kidding. You're the- <laughs> Y'all saw me. I'm going to be checking dicks. Uh, <laughs> um, no, honestly, yeah. I mean, uh, Johnny's been gone for a little bit, so our emails have been kind of dry, but... He's handling his own stuff, so we'll we'll get it back. He'll be he'll be back next week, I think. Yep. Um, but yep. yeah, send him in. I mean, if you want to talk, you know, send us an email, personal email. How are you doing? Um, you know, you want to talk to one of us one on one. You want to tell us about a movie, a TV show, like like Ed said, a record, a video game. We are down to listen to anything and everything. You want to tell us to jump off a bridge because you don't like the way we That's reviewed the you. movie. That's just you know. You. No, that was that was towards him. That was me. Yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> that guy. Um, Bridge that. But either way, we love to hear it. So keep it coming. However, take it away, sir. Right, you're pointing the wrong way, dog. Yeah, it's that way. I'm you that way. <laughs> Wh- which way? Am All right, I? guys. You're here. I, you're in the multiverse. You're in the multiverse. I don't know how we get a connection to you, but you're in the multiverse. Man. <laughs> Look, <laughs> but listen. Um, let's get into it, guys. Creed three had a release date on March the third of twenty twenty three, starring Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, Jonathan Majors, Facilla Rashad, and directed by one Mister Michael B. Jordan. Currently, this film has a seven point four on IMDb, eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy four percent on Metacritic, and ninety five percent of the Google users like this movie. Um. I think all of us can agree. We really like the Creed films. I think the first two, I think the first one, I know I've said it's a masterpiece on every le- level imaginable. Um, oh, I did rewatch Creed 2 to get ready for Creed 3. And I, I will stand by my review and say that's still a nine, even though you could really make an argument that it's a Rocky Four remake in some aspects in certain, in certain ways. Yeah. But going into Creed 3, um, like I said, I was... I was kind of, I was Khaleesi's just excited guard. about Khaleesi's just excited about reviewing Creed three, I guess. Um, uh-huh. But going into Creed three, I was really nervous about, um, you know, Stallone wasn't in it. We're going to lose the Rocky factor, but I was very adamant about. I was very excited about what Michael B. Jordan could do as a director and lead this franchise going forward. And I got to say, man, I was very, very surprised i still had all the same feelings from creed one and creed two and i i thought it was a damn good movie so yeah. uh craig i think you were the first to see it out of all of us what was your out of the theater reaction yeah i um i enjoyed it um you know i went with my dad um <laughs> you guys probably know the song that i'm referring to at the very beginning yep i, I was just sitting there so uncomfortable because i was like my dad is gonna absolutely hate <laughs> this film if you know because my dad's all about like he does doesn't like that kind of music it's not he feels like it's not very upbringing um Mm -hmm. but after the movie i was like so what'd you think he was like man i loved it i love michael b jordan i love uh he's he's on the jonathan majors hype train now i told him before the movie i was like you know he was in devotion he was in this he was like i watched devotion 
I love that guy. And so, yeah, he's all aboard, um, kind of like we all are. Um, and, yeah, I, I just – it was thoroughly enjoyable from start to finish. So I, I kind of like – that's one of my favorite things about this uh, film was the actual score, the, the music soundtrack, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the Watcher, 2001, The Chronic, Dr. Dre. Uh, I thought that was an awesome, you know, especially being set up in L.A., you know, like – uh, that, that's Crin- the thing. Who's the guy from Crenshaw that passed away not too long ago? Um, you talking about Nipsey Hustle? Nipsey, no? yeah. Okay, I was Nipsey like, was in it. Yeah, the the song, what? the um, oh, I'm not very familiar with his work to be honest. The big one that came out after he had passed away, like everybody was listening to it. I can't remember the name of the song, but uh, it was in there. I I enjoyed. Um, these spots that the music were chosen. I felt like they yeah. were very mm-hmm. precise in what they were trying to deliver. Um, with the I almost music. feel like it was like a Jordan Peele like with that. Cause like it, it, it's kind of the, a fresh take on like the gangster funk or gangster rap or something like that, you know? Cause I mean, even with uh, Luna's is we got, or I got five on it, you know, with, uh, yeah. with uh, us for that matter. Uh, the, the, the kind of, if I'm not mistaken, the violins coming in with that, that yeah. was that was chef's kiss right there. Uh, made it a little creepy, a little bit of, made the ambiance of that movie just, oh. And then this sets it up, you know, for a 90s, 2000s kind of deal, you know, back, back when they were kids and all that kind of stuff. This made it like mm-hmm. a feeling of that. And it was, you know, dirty down and gritty and all that uh for really, the first yeah. couple like grungy kind of in a way you know and i yeah. mean it, it introduces um, him before the creed life you know yeah for that matter and yeah let's go ahead and get into it um we're 18 about 20 minutes into the show so spoilers ahead for coming up for creed 3 if you haven't seen it um stop the show go watch it then come back and join us um spoil it so now uh you have been warned um, I, I really like the flashbacks. To be honest, I thought they were, that they were perfectly placed. They in were the well movies, placed, especially to start off with um, teenage Adonis. Yeah, and starting off with teenage Adonis and kind of setting up the story of how does he relate to Damien? How does how does Damien fit into the picture of all this? Like who, who and is this? I dude? thought, yeah, it was it was really well crafted to the point of like by the time you get to the actual answer, you're like, okay, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I, I'm a little indifferent on that. I feel like they did. I feel like they carried on the flashbacks a little too long. Um, I wish they would have done. I think there was like five times they did flashbacks. I would have been okay if they did mm-hmm. two or three and kind of gave you the answer in those two or three flashbacks. Um, it just felt like it kind of put the movie on a on pause for a little bit by doing that. Um, I mean, even like yeah, when he was telling her. It could have showed that whole rest of it, and then the yeah. third flashback could have yeah. been like him, like what it did have in the final yeah. fight, like him running, and you know, yeah, uh, yeah. I just felt like it took the the answer of what or who Leon was took a little too long for my liking. Um, yeah. yeah, it did. It doesn't well, hinder the me- film like as a, as a whole, but it's just I was mm-hmm. like, I'd like I to kinda- know this a little bit sooner. I get this out yeah, of the way. Yeah, and kind of to thing. me, yeah, and to me, I felt like the mystery of Leon 
I'm not going to say it wasn't crafted good. It just wasn't like I had to go and actually just kind of research like what exactly they were talking about. Cause it is like when he should, when um, Marianne shows Adonis, the picture of him with um, the one that beat up Drago at the party. I was like, I say, how, how's this related? So I, it just, there some plot conf- contrivances, but it didn't, like you said, Craig, it didn't ruin the movie at, at any, at any, by no, yeah, by no it, stretch it of the just, imagination. It felt like, you know, Michael B. Jordan has everything laid out in his mind. And I just feel like at some points in the yeah. movie, you you weren't catching the dots as they were lay, being laid out. Because, see, like, I caught mm-hmm. that he, Jonathan, that uh, uh, David uh, Anderson probably knew the guy who broke his hand, broke uh, Drago's hands yeah. and gave mm-hmm. him, uh, what, concussion, I think. I, I knew that because literally the way he was just like, Watching, watching the them. room and then yeah. like the little cuts and all that it was just like okay like you well, know, he, but... he drops a bomb to bianca at the party he's just like oh he hasn't told you about leon and yeah. that to me is just like that i think that's like it's not a mistake but like you really want to set that like set that up to be something that's very traumatic which it, i mean at the end of the day it was for these two characters but it was just like you said craig they just waited a long long time until after we get after the funeral of uh Adonis's mother is just, or Marianne, you're just like, like, does this really matter in a certain way? Because by that point, you just want them to fight because yeah. Jonathan Majors is just so out of control and just showing off by that point. Now, the only thing I will go ahead and downgrade this movie on is just one simple thing. I get it though, but at the same time, it's kind of like, really, you know, uh, the fight versus Felix and then the fight versus Creed. With Anderson, mm-hmm. like he goes in, messes Felix's left side all to hell, you know. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get that, like he was trying to get the championships and all that, and maybe even trying to lead to a him and Creed fight, you know, and maybe kind of like put himself at the top, like ain't nobody, you know, questioning me. I came up like Rocky, but you know, right. maybe. But with that, I felt like it cheapened the character. Like, you know, maybe if he had still done the same thing but didn't need to go ahead and bust his arm or left side or whatever up, you know, just straight up was power power knockout, you know, kind of Mike Tyson-like. No, I, I, think, I think the way Jonathan Major's character was written perfectly depicts how... What, I mean, he spent 18 years in the pen for something that yeah. he probably felt like was uh, Michael B. Jordan's character, Adonis' Creed's fault. You know, he's like, I yeah. wouldn't have pulled that gun if he wouldn't have hit Leon. What he did. Whereas mm-hmm. Creed's also thinking, you know, it's your fault for pulling the gun out. Like, you couldn't yeah. just let me get beat up. Where they, they both had this conflict. Or even, like, help me not get beat up by beating yeah. them up. Like, you're a Golden Glove fighter. Like you can't take two yeah, dudes on, yeah. you know. So like, I felt like it, it. That's the only thing is kind of. I I get the whole thing about you know, coming from a, a style of life that it is fight or live, fight to live or don't and die, mm-hmm. but it, it still just is like he didn't use any of those tactics. In, well, he did. I think he used one or two times, but he didn't really use the tactics uh, uh, that he used against Felix against Creed. Yeah, you know. well, in their fight, I do agree with you because they were talking about 
oh, he's going to know everything that you've heard. He's going to go and be just you dirty know. about it. Yep. Whereas yeah. in the actual fight, I do still like how Michael B. Jordan put it on screen where it kind the of zones them out. Yeah, it zones them out, and it's one-on-one. Everything's yeah. really tuned out. That I thought it cool. was very well shot, very well done. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with you. They laid the foundation for Jonathan Majors to – really mess up Michael B. Jordan, and it just doesn't happen. Well, and I was going to ask you guys this, because uh, you guys are anime fans, and Michael B. Jordan is actually a huge anime fan. And in, yeah. in interviews and stuff, he uh, said yeah. that he he inspired a lot of the boxing sequences after anime's fighting sequences from, like, Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. So I could... I'm not big on anime, but I could tell, like, like the, the, the close-ups on the face, like, you know how they're about to go into battle or go into fight? Yeah, and then kind of yeah. like the swift movements of like knowing where your enemy, where it hit your enemy. I was like, I wonder if like Craig and Ed was able to catch up, catch on that. Well, yeah. not only that, but in the first what scene, Naruto's little like yeah. poster is <laughs> on the back of the wall, right there. Yeah, yeah. No, and I mean that's obviously he's he has influence from anime. Yeah. Um, you know, some people are going to be able to see it, some people aren't. People who do watch anime are able to kind of catch the nuances, which you highlighted. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think that that scene where it's just him and Jonathan Majors in the ring, mm-hmm. where it kind of fight. gets gloomy and cloudy and it's all dark and nobody's there except nobody's there except them two. Mm-hmm. I think it was very well done, but I didn't like how it automatically jumps to the eleventh round. Right, right. And then like you know, another round. <laughs> I want to see, you know, I want to see you guys just pulp, you know, pound each other to a pulp for a little bit. Have him use some of those dirty tactics, get you hurt, get you on the ring. And then and then you go to that shot where you're really, you know, doing what you did. But it's like round three to round 11 and then the fight's over. Like you build up this guy and this tension between the two. And it ultimately, I feel like it doesn't pay off. It's shot beautifully, but it doesn't pay off. Well, and here, here's a question because it, to me, the movie does a very good job of villainizing Jonathan Majors. Because by the time uh, Adonis is on uh, Take Five with uh, Steven, uh, Stephen, oh, Smith, yeah. Stephen A. Smith, and he calls him out on national television, it's like, all right, let's go. Like, you really want them to fight so bad. And, like, yeah. just like, like you said, Craig, just beat each other to a pulp. But my question to you guys is, like, to me, I still have sympathy for. Uh, Damien like yeah anytime uh, like when he anytime he's by himself like backstage you know Adonis has his whole uh crew and everything and Jonathan Majors is by himself just with the yeah but and during and and during sorry sorry and during the Felix fight you know he he looks over and he sees Adonis says come on Felix you got this come on champ and it's just I think it just like energizes him to fight even harder and and just to the point where it's just like it's a no holds bar you know, kind of like uh, Drago, like, I'll kill someone to make my yeah. point. But well, at, at, at the same time, from the viewer standpoint, you get everybody's situation. And I think it's it, the movie shot so well that you are able to understand everybody's side of things. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is a businessman. He's doing what's best for the business. Yes, he he has sympathy and he's understanding that Damien did what he did and he, he has that guilt for him. So he is giving him that shot, but at the same time, Felix is still the champion. 
and the yeah. business is riding on what Felix is. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's, I don't think it's necessarily that he's like, I don't want Damien to win. It's just, I understand what the business is about. Yeah. And I think the biggest part of when he kind of cut that line for that matter was when Damien did start the cheating, he did like hold the left arm and punch yeah. the shoulder, yeah. you know, or the, uh, uh, maybe even what, cause it was right back here. You know, yeah. when he did that punch, I think that's where uh, Creed kind of started cutting that line because it's like, okay, you're, you're, you've got the skills, you've got the drive and the fire, like that—that's unmistakable. Yeah, you don't need but, to be fighting cheap and dirty, right? But you know, at the same time, he thinks that Damien is coming to him as a friend, yep. whereas yes. Damien had this whole thing planned out Interior. and knew exactly what he was going to do. Yes, and, and I, I, it's. That's a, a great part about the movie is that us as a viewer, we still didn't understand or know what his motives were. We thought he was good because he met his family, he met his daughter, which mm -hmm. I applaud the, the beautiful, beautiful the, moments. The family moments were beautifully mm -hmm. shot when when he's sleeping on the couch and she comes and wakes him up and they do the tea party. He's in the, the dinosaur PJs. Yeah. Very well done with how mm -hmm. he or he. Uh, you know, portrayed what his family was about at that time. Yes. And to me, and something I will compliment the film, because I, re I really thought that going into this, this was, you know, Adonis was still the champion. I really, really liked the idea of he hasn't boxed in three or four years. And so when, by the time we get to the point where uh, Damien challenges him, you know, he's got to go back into training, you know, do the training montage. And I really, yeah. I really, really like that aspect of it. I, I liked how they brought Drago into yeah. the training. Yeah. Cause you know, and they're, they, you can tell they're still friends. You know, they, they, they're, they're, they're rivals. They're, they're rivals, rivals, but they, yeah. they respect each other. They respect each other because they know what the grind has been for both of them. And but I mean, when they're the in the ring and they're fighting, it's, is that rivalry comes to a big head right there because yeah. like each of them understand what's on the line and it's not just titles. It's not just, you know, like potentially, you know, this guy could be very dangerous and very deadly for a lot of people, you yeah. know, and it's kind of like, okay, you understand this because your father did something similar to this. And my fighter, like you don't find out what happened really to Felix. Like, you know, you just, Oh, he's in the hospital and then it doesn't talk about him for a while. It doesn't talk uh, about him at all after it, I don't think. No, but when the final fight happens, he's right there beside uh, yeah. Adonis's family. Yeah. And that's yeah. the next time you hear about him or see him or anything. So it's it's kind of one of those things of like, did he kill this dude? You know, or I don't know, because there's a lot. But If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <clears throat> In the pen? No, I'm just kidding. But... Uh, there's just a lot of emotional aspects to this film, and I thought that was very well done because it's not yeah. just, you know, it's not just the family. It's not just boxing. It's not just him and his mom. It's not just mm -hmm. his mom keeping the letters away, his friendship I mean, with this dude, this dude going through the – like, it's all I mean, that wrapped up. You know, I and, mean – Go ahead, Zach. No, I was just going to say – I mean, I was just going to say you're, you're totally right, Ed, because, I mean, the the logo or the – the um not title, but just like the, the meme, that's not the right word, but just like the, the description, you know, on the poster, it says you can't outrun your past. Yeah. And it's just, that's basically, you know, the thesis of the movie. Yeah. And, and I felt like, you know, Creed one and two were very boxing oriented. 
I felt yeah. like this one was very deep in storytelling. Yeah, like it was a story that was around boxing, not just right. A it's not story a boxing a movie. Yeah, it's yeah. not a boxing movie. This one felt like it was a story, a movie with boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, in that way, he done he done brilliantly. I mean, yeah. the film is brilliant. Like that's that's yeah. hands down. You know, or hands up, whatever. But uh, it, it's more just how he brought the world up in this is, is or further uh, brought the world out. It, it was great. It, it really was, man. And something else, you know, uh, Craig, you kind of hit on it, but the um, the family dynamic, Bianca, who's she hasn't she hasn't totally lost her hearing, but she's kind of t- take a step back from music, and she's a producer in this type of in she's that role. It. Yeah, and I, I got a shout out to uh, Mila Davis Kent who plays Amara. I don't know where they found her, but she—I know she's a child actress, but she had perfect chem- like you. You totally yeah. believe the the father da- the father daughter relationship yeah. in that. It's so you believe the family well dynamic done. from all the of family yeah. dynamic for sure. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, enjoyed, I I enjoyed the the father daughter part of. You know, Bianca wanted her to have nothing to do with fighting. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and you know, he comes down there and he's like, you know, Duke told me what you were doing. And she was like, I've seen all your fights, you know, just signing to him. And yeah. he's like, you okay, you want me to show you something? And I, that that's very similar here. Like, I was like, don't do that. Don't. And I'm like, hey, you know, come on. we, I got you. Come on. Come on. <laughs> is this, yeah. that, that's, that's what a father-daughter dynamic is, dude. It's just you well, just it, want it, nothing but for them to it's their, be able it's, to enjoy everything. It's your guys' secret that yeah. you know, that you you two have a bond and share to the highest level. Yeah. And I mean it's not necessarily something that like even in the movie that like he wants her to get hurt on, but it's more just this is my world, this is what I know, this is what I did and what I do. Mm. why not share that with her she's interested in it so i mean you know and i i do feel like there's a little bit of a seed planted if there ever wants to be yeah oh yeah which he's michael b jordan said there will be a creed for at some point so i don't know if that'll be the daughter and michael b jordan takes a step back or he trains her but you know well i mean he didn't say he was re-retiring after he won the match so i mean right it could be just okay. Well, I guess I'm still out of retirement now. I will I say, mean, no. Go ahead, Greg. Go ahead. I mean, I, at the end of the movie, they squash their their differences. Yeah, yeah. they can and become I mean, that... tag team world champions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I I can kind of imagine like coming out and seeing like an old friend of yours that you helped that you protected that you went to jail protecting, you know, coming out and watching all of his fights, watching that being like, dude, this should have been me. Like he should have been my junior. He should have been my sparring partner, not me watching him from the inside of a cell or from the rec room or whatever, you know? And I will say, um, I don't know if this was by design or not, but I thought the the screenplay was actually really, really brilliant in that there was so many nods and references to the old films. Like when they're one of the one, of, I I don't know about you guys. One about the one of my favorite scenes in the movie is the beach scene where Adonis confronts uh, Damien after the fight. And he calls him Baby Creed. I was like, oh, that's such a cool uh, reference to the first film. Yeah. 
And then when he's doing the training, he walks, he runs up to the heel on the Hollywood sign. The Hollywood sign's right behind him. I was like, oh, that's another one. When before he took on the name Creed, he was uh, Donnie Hollywood Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, okay. So they did really do a good job of like tying up and doing like little things here and there to say you don't really need to see the first two films, but if you did, here are some Easter eggs. So, are you guys surprised that he didn't mention Sylvester Stallone at all? There was one reference. Bit. That's it. Or, oh, it with the, with when the, uh, when he's talking to Felix, yeah, like yeah, we could do this. How Apollo got Rocky. That's like the only reference to Rocky in the entire film. Right, but I'm talking about strictly Sylvester Stallone's character, like being um, the mentor version, not just the fighter. I think that was more just like Duke taking over as well as like yeah, him kind right. of being right. that emotional person and not showing that emotion of like my former trainer died, so you know, got to fight kind of like how he showed me. You know, I know, but like... I understand you want to put the past as the past and kind of move forward and make this your own thing. I just feel like it was a little weird that you didn't hear anything about oh, like their what relationship. Doing. Yeah. I, you know, there's just been some, a lot of turmoil behind the scenes. Uh, I know Stallone didn't like the way the direction was going for this film. And, and then there's like a huge big thing with him and the, the original producer, Erwin Winkler. Owning who, the rights and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, like, even in that moment, like where, where Crete, where Adonis is training for the fight, I was like, could they? Could he come back in a cameo role? Just like we're gonna, you know, Duke says, we need to, we need to remind you of like how to fight, and Rock, just Rocky steps into frame or something like that. Right. I thought didn't Rocky die? Yeah. No. He no, didn't he didn't die yeah. in the second one. No, he didn't die. He just. I'm glad to rewatch it because at the end of the at the end of the last movie, after he beats Drago, he says it's your time, and then. Creed goes his own way, and then uh, st- uh, Rocky goes to visit his dad, his uh, um, his son, and his grandson. But I thought he was dying from like a cancer. Or that was the first like movie. That. that was the first movie. He survived. Okay. Huh. I'd have to. Okay. I, I, I haven't rewatched them, so I'd, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Well, and and right now that because of Creed three, they're now both on HBO Max. So there you go. Go HBO Max them up. Um. Ooh. Something else I always liked in these in these Creed movies is like the use of like HBO or Showtime. Like when right before the Felix yes. Bad is like Showtime presents. It's like a one of those like boxing little uh, mini docu series. Yeah, I, I will say that that whole little uh, the the oh, the hype film or whatever you want to call it for the Anderson and Felix fight that was really well done. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That was as good as some of the real like UFC or boxing hype yeah. videos that they do. Uh, yeah. That promo cut, I- I've got to say, that was really well done. Yeah, and then like, yeah, there's like so much. Like, I'm glad this movie. You know, the the crazy thing in this movie is like barely two hours. Like, it's like an hour and fifty seven minutes, but it flies by. Like, it does. <laughs> I was like, like you said, Craig, like. We're at the we start the first the final fight and like next thing you know it's already over. Because literally, like you know, I I was able to watch a clock and I'm just like, dang, okay, it's already an hour pat, huh? You know, kind of thing. Like it seems like 25 minutes has went by in this movie. Are you serious? And the the movie, I'm not gonna say it could be longer, but this definitely didn't need to be like two hours and 20 minutes. I think no. what they were able to do 
tell the story, have some good fights, have an emotional attachment and dr dr dramatic tension between the two was really well displayed throughout the film. The tension was extremely well done. Uh, yeah. The fights were well choreographed, uh, well shot for that matter. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's not, like I said, there's really not much I can really pick at this film. Just, you know, kind of some small things on uh, Jonathan Major's character, just story-wise. Not that yeah. he did anything bad. He, I think no. from what he was told and given, I think he did amazing uh, he was very well believable. You know, it was believable that he is, I mean, you know, strictly an asshole. Like, he's here to mess somebody up. He's not here to play. He wants his shot. He wants his due. And it, he'll get it however he can. But with doing that and then going into the Creed fight and then you barely do anything similar, I guess maybe he was like, okay, you know, I did that to get where I want to be. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Take it from me if you think you can, kind of thing. Yeah. Which I get that, but it's like, okay, I, I feel like in the Felix fight, if he had done that second blow when the ref got onto him, I think that would have been the first blow when the ref got onto him, truthfully. And the second would have been out. Like, no, yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna mess somebody up for life on my watch. You're you're done. Yeah, you I mean like the rules, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, there are some implausibility things about the movie like you said Ed, about some of the fights just like well i mean they would have called him out on that he probably would have been disqualified automatically after the second blow but i mean it it does its job you don't question it and that's you know as a viewer i think all of us can appreciate that so oh, no 100 if you, if you don't start if you start picking at the sh at the, at the seams of in a, right in the middle of the movie then you you have a problem basically Wow, um, <laughs> I've got problems. Okay. Um, the Battle of Los Angeles, <laughs> obviously, the final fight. I, I agree oh. with you, Craig. It's so well done. When like in Dodgers Stadium, too. That was a cool, that was a cool so, setup right there. And then, like the like you said, it kind of grays out. You don't really know what's going on, and it's just like a block out the fear. It's just both of them. And I really like how when Damien punches. Adonis into one of the rings. It's it turns into like a jail cell, like the outside of a jail oh, yeah. cell. I was yeah. like, oh, that that was pretty powerful. Yeah, and I mean, with that whole fight right there, there was so much emotion, so much gravitas for that matter that it wasn't even funny. And tell me that didn't remind you of kind of like a uh, the time chamber from Dragon Ball. That how like it just the, gets all quiet and dark. Well, that and the kind of clouds in a way. Nobody else is there. The clouds, they're just sparring and training, basically, almost. And then, mm. you know, they're, they're sitting across from each other in the corners, and all they see is their younger self. Yeah, um, which I thought that was a, a pretty powerful visual. And it's kind of like, okay, so they've done something similar to that. Um, it, it's kind of crazy to know or to kind of think about, like, what has happened between these two in those two or so years in mm -hmm. that group home that like these boys just took off with that. Yeah, that's true. Um, did you guys like that they reconciled at the end or do you think that they should have just kind of left it as more of like a, if there was a Creed four that, you know, he could come back. No, I, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed that portion um 
of of what you know because everybody has their viewpoints of what happens in a situation. Uh, Michael B. Jordan thought it was his fault, and he thought that uh, Damien was upset at him, which he kind of was. But at the same time, Damien was upset at Michael B. Jordan and had his perspective of of the incidents. And I think it's Mm -hmm. nice to be able to – it talks about sharing your emotions. And, you know, there's such a big thing with mental health and mental awareness. And I think this movie kind of brings that to light where you can be – the top boxer in, in all, you know, in, in just in the organization, you can be the top boxer, but you still have to be able to talk about your feelings. You still have to be able to go out and, and mentally express yourself because if you don't, you're just going to get bottled up and, and be angry or be depressed. And I think yeah. it does a good job of portraying on screen that you can do that and come to a conclusion where you thought there might not be a conclusion. And yeah. I think that's it's a layer to what Michael B. Jordan was telling on screen about mental awareness, and I, and I think it was great. Yeah, and something else we we haven't really talked we haven't talked about yet was uh, Marianne's death, uh, the mother. I kn- I figured when they when she came when they brought her back in the movie and she said that she had a stroke and she's yeah. very fragile. I was like, oh, okay, so they're they're going to kill her off in this movie. And I mean. Damn it, Michael B. Jordan making me feel emotions. That that scene where like he's con- like consoling his mother, and it's revealed that she thinks that she's talking to Apollo. Is Apollo, just, that's yeah, that's just that was that's, good. That's, that's, that was incredible. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, because it does happen to people sometimes like that. I mean, I've been in the room with stuff happening like that. So, and uh, yeah, it's very powerful. Yeah, and. You know, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good ending. It was just Adonis, Bianca, and Amara just in the boxing in the boxing ring, and her, the mother's finally like, "All right, go, go spar with your dad if that's what you want to do." Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like accepting you are your father, you are your father's daughter, and I mean, I can hold you back all you want, but that that's something that you want to want to do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she kind of even talks about that during the movie where she's like, you know, I want to be able to go out and do this. And the fact that I can't eats me up. And yeah. I think she kind of realizes, like, you know, it could be a little it could be a phase. But if she wants to go do it, then so be it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, favorite scene, guys, I think um, there's a lot of things, a lot of good things in this movie. But is there one that is kind of like, yeah, that's this what makes the movie so great. Uh, Craig, we'll start with you. Um, I, I liked when um, they kind of showed up, uh, when Damien showed up at uh, Adonis's house and they kind of went through and um, they're in the room with the pool table and he's like, you know, mm-hmm. pour up. And I think he's like looking at a cigar after dinner and he, he has a Hennessy. And uh, at that moment, you kind of understand. I mean, you, you already know that they're going to fight in the movie. But I think yeah. at that moment, you kind of get where he's coming from. I think the movie does a good job of hiding why Damien and Creed fight, even though you saw it in the previews. Um, but that scene right there where they're just kind of talking back and forth and he's like explaining to him what he wants. He's like, I I waited 18 years. I I have a time limit. I, I can't wait anymore. You got to get this through. Like, yeah. He's like, 
you know, you just think that he's like, I want to be able to do it since I wasn't able to, not knowing that he had something behind everything. But um, yeah. that's a good scene. And then I like the scene with Duke where he's like, you hear what he says? He says, listen to me. Not I love you. Not <laughs> he's like, listen to yeah. Duke. Yeah. yeah. That was a good scene with Felix and, and Duke and that. Um, I'm going to say the beat, the, the, the beach scene where it's the final, it's kind of the glass is starting to break in that confrontation. And he, when he calls him baby Creed, is just like, you know what, get your stuff and get out. You're done. And he gives him a black eye. It's just like, that's like the first blow of like everything that's about to happen. He's and, like, I don't need you anymore, bro. He's yeah. Got the, he's got the belts. He's got the, the media. He's, he's got the, everything, everything he wants. Yeah. And everything between Adonis and Amaro, I thought was just beautifully well written, beautifully shot, beautifully acted. Like you said, Craig, that scene at the beginning where he has the little dinosaur outfit and he's just playing, doing tea time with his daughter's just like that's such a father daughter moment. But it's just so it's so well done. Yeah. What about you, Ed? Man, uh, this the alone in the Dodgers Stadium thing during the final fight. Yeah. That is the one scene that kept kind of, that keeps kind of popping out at me for that matter. Uh, it just it's a powerful scene. It's got a lot of gravitation towards it. It's got a lot of emotion to, in it. It's got a ton of just. It says a lot the, without really saying saying anything. It, it it's really the best does. shot part of the movie for sure. By yeah, because. It's got the feeling, but it's got the roughness. It's got them, you know, understanding. Because you go through it with, like, Creed protecting himself, not really being afraid of him, but being cautious and knowing what he's capable of. Mm -hmm. To both of them just wailing at each other and not caring. Like, I got you. I got you. Okay, there it is. There it is. Clear, clear. Yeah. Oh, take it. Go, go, go. <laughs> to Jonathan Majors, you know, or uh, Damon, Damien kind of getting hit and protecting himself especially with that you know that that uh boxing stance kind of like that then you know it comes out of it opens that boxing stance up and it's just you know that final blow yeah yeah that whole you know and i i was frustrated with that eight round jump as well but just due to how well that shot was i guess i'll give it its yeah. pass I, and I, I like how at that moment when it goes to it's just them in the ring and there's literally nobody else in the crowd or, or in the stadium. Yeah. They're the only two in that moment that know exactly why they're in the ring. Yeah. Fighting each other. And, and that is something that, you know, he, he probably had that in his mind when he was doing that. Not many people will catch it, but. They're the only two that know why they're in the ring. They're the only two yeah. that know why they're fighting. Yes. And it shows they're the only it shows them as the only two in that stadium. And I think that is amazing vision and amazing uh you know, just kind of directing at because that one time. At that like in my head, like with a boxing match for that matter, essentially you are the only one because your corner can be like, oh duck, left, jab. You know, uppercut, uppercut, look at his ribs, look at his ribs, watch that right. You know, they can be calling out any and everything. Like, but it's kind of the same thing with even, you know, playing quarterback or something like that. You know, you are the one out there doing it. You are the one taking that physical abuse. You are the one having to make those 
those choices in split second yeah. times. So <laughs> at that moment, and on top of that, sometimes as a boxer, your body makes that choice for you. Whether you're ready to go down or not, or whether you're ready to lay that, you know, knockout punch on the other guy, it doesn't matter. Your body is like, yep, nope, that, 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 that was the blow that we're going down. It kind of does that whenever Major or uh, Damien hits him in the stomach and he goes down for for the count up to nine. Nine, yeah. Yeah. Um, Nine, he got up and was like, I'm good. It's like he he wants to stand, but you just can't. I agree with you, Craig. I mean, I, I kind of think that um, it is a little bit of a it is a time jump between rounds three and eleven, but I'm glad they didn't do the boxing cliche of like, all right, we're round two, round five, round six. It's just like it's just you're so focused, like you said, Ed, on the rivalry between these two characters and why they're actually fighting. That it just it just you don't need it, you know? Yeah. And it just oh, you know, they didn't do the Rocky thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, you know, it's 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 his way of depicting how fast probably time flies when you're in the ring. Oh, or, I'm you sure. know, or you're in that situation yeah. where you know you, you start a fight and you're like, Man, that's is boxing twelve or fifteen rounds? I think it I think can depend 15. actually. Depends on it. Depends. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, that's even rounds. like with UFC. Like, I mean it's it's like in anything, you know, you're in a basketball game or football game and you're you're playing and you're you're just focused on what's going on, and you're next in the thing moment. you know, it's the end of the first quarter. Next thing yep. you know, it's halftime. Next thing you know, just, even when you're watching the Super Bowl, you're just like, man, it's halftime already. Man, the game's yeah. over. It just it flies, right. and you can only imagine what those people are feeling, just being in that moment, having to think about every second. Even even though you're thinking about every second, it's flying by faster than it normally should. I mean, yeah. that's even just a regular day at work for that matter, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, you, you go to your first break and your lunch and then your third, your second break. And then by the time and you know done. it, second or third or whatever shift or you're about to close up and it's like, oh, <laughs> I didn't get these two. Crap, I got to do it tomorrow, you know, kind yep. of thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like it's time jumps. Yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, I think um, all of this, can, all, all three of us can agree. This is expertly well done for this. I mean, like I like all of us said, is, for this to be Michael B. Jordan's first film, he definitely took his time with it. He knew exactly, like you said, it, he probably visualized a lot of what he wanted. He storyboard. I, I remember I saw an interview with him on Jimmy uh, Kimmel and he asked him, you know, what are some things that, as a young director that you got to learn or did you get any advice? He said, yeah, I got some from Bradley Cooper, John Favreau, Ryan Coogler, even Stallone. He said, the, the main thing is just always storyboard, which is always like drawing out the different scenes yeah. that you want. Old, old school way of filming. Um, he said like that final fight is pretty much drawing by drawing how exactly I wanted it to go. So, um, we're in the we're at the end, guys. We're at the fate one of the favorite parts of the show. Uh star rating. Man, I'm I'm gonna give this a 10, man. I, I really thought going in that this wasn't gonna be as good as the first two, or you know, I thought it'd be good, but not as good. But you could really make an exception. It's probably better than two, and it, it might be up there with the first creed. I'm gonna be honest. It, probably after a couple more viewings, it might be that way for me. So as of right now, I'm giving it a 10, man. What about you, Ed? Yeah. Right now, uh, 
nine, man. Uh, it, it is very, very good. It's not easy to beat. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, two is great, but I think this does better than two. Um, I think man. there's more substance behind this one. Yeah, yeah. Two, one... two is telling a story for for what it is. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan had he thought this out very well. Yeah, yes. He, he definitely was planned. This was a definite planned uh, that I think gone and executed very well. I think yes. it was just a plan that executed very, very well. Uh, but yeah, nine, man. Nine. Uh, what, about you? what about you, Craig? I'm going to give it a nine as well. Um, again, just opening kind of thinking about it, um, you know, just like we're talking about in the movie, it, 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 it you're starting and it's over. Um, so it's, it's kind of hard to sit there and think back and just the initial watch, like, yeah, because there's so much to kind of take in where I might feel like, you know, this is the reason why I'm knocking it down, but it's only because I didn't really catch it. So maybe on a second or third watch, it could be a perfect 10 for me. Um, yeah. I, I do um, just the flashbacks. Like I said, it's, kind of, it's more so a nitpick on my end where I yeah. just wish it would have been condensed into how many times there was. Um, mm. But overall, I think the music fits every time he plays a song. It fits the, the, the feeling of the movie and where it's at. Jonathan yep. Majors comes in and completely demolishes his role. Michael B. Jordan does it. Uh, everyone in this movie, uh, set, the main characters, the the absolute yeah. main yeah. characters, I feel like yeah. they're they're very well positioned, um, yeah. which is another um, notch in the belt for Michael B. Jordan in his directorial debut. Yeah, um, I mean, you know. I mean, your five main characters: Jonathan Majors. Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, the daughter, and uh, Facil Rashad, the mother. Just, I think those are like the stand. I mean, obviously, those are the five main performances, but they were really drove home the movie for what it was supposed to be. Yeah, definitely standouts. And and yeah. again, you know, I, like Creed one and two are are boxing movies with a story. I feel like this is a story yeah. with boxing. Yes, and th it's completely different feel from what Creed one and two are, and I feel like he takes it to another level as far as, um, it's not just a movie about he he, he adds another layer to what you feel when you watch it because I, I think kind that's of, yeah. it's that's very seasoned, um, for somebody who was doing it for the first time. I, I yes. will probably catch shit for this, but I will compare this to Rocky like OG Rocky, you know, and because it was telling a story about Rocky for that matter. And, you know, he, almost he, a different version got, of him, almost a, a different yeah. version of Rocky where Rocky is the underdog. But this, this one is so, so far obsessed with trying to claim that victory or that, uh, the glory of being a yeah. champ that he's willing to do anything. Yeah, yeah, because Rocky was just like, yeah, okay, sure, I'll I'll fight him. That that sounds cool. <laughs> to where this guy's like, this is my <coughs> destiny, so I'm making it happen. <laughs> da Damien the Conqueror. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that, that, that would that would be funny if that was his nickname. Damien that would have been yeah, that would have been a cool like spin on things. Yeah. Uh, two more things, and we'll get out of here. Um, I'm really I really like 
I'm really glad that these each one of these films have a different thesis of what their characters are. The first one is saying you're more than just a name being taken on the name, the, the mantle of creed. Uh, two is pretty much trying to rewrite the past for all the sense the what the sense of the father. And this one is actually taken on the past of what yeah. something that you, you yourself may have caused and how do you rewrite that or how do you own up to it or whatever. And then at the very end, I don't know if you guys caught it during when he goes down, there was a light, slight hint of going to fly in through the inch in the in the orchestra. Just a slight hint. I don't know if you caught it. I'm going to fly. Yeah. The, you know, the, 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 the Rocky thing. Oh, okay. it's just like, it's I'm just, sure it's just, about... re... no, 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 no. It's just, it's just R. Kelly space jam. Oh, God. That's what I, I mean. Do. I thought that's what yeah. you were talking about. I was like, I, I don't. No, I, was I was just like, I don't remember that. No, no, no. no. You know, the, the classic Rocky theme is just the original. You, yeah. you can catch it just briefly. They didn't use it all yeah. the way, but just, just tiny bit. I might so. have to. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, okay. Creed Three is in the can. I think you know it was a great experience. You know, I. Do we really need a Creed Four? Probably not. But if Michael B. Jordan thinks that there's more story to tell, then I think all of us are on the bandwagon. So yeah, if, if you can delve up a story and and make it believable to fit in that universe and be able to tell it as deeply as you did as Creed Three, mm. go for it. Go yeah. for it. Speaking of deeply, next week, Scream Six. I'm. How it's got a lot of interesting. I, from what I heard from early reviews, that this is the the goriest out of all the screen movies by far. Um, uh, it's definitely you know Jenna Ortega and um, the Sam, I think the character name in the movie, the, the sisters are they. I'm glad. Overall, I'm glad that they were moving out of a community set, a suburban setting, and going to like a big city. That'll be a little. They'll be interesting to see how they take that on. Um. Eddie, excited about Scream Six? Or you think like, okay, here we go again? I have to rewatch Scream Five, but yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Greg? So, we'll see. Uh, I don't even think I watched Scream Five. I missed it last year for the podcast, and I didn't mm -hmm. go back. So I'll have to rewatch it uh, or watch it initially, um, just so I can catch up to, to what Scream Six is. All right. Yeah, I'm going in slightly open-minded um it's funny that i finally uh, they finally called the card that i thought for when we did scream four that kirby's not dead hayden panettiere is in this film <laughs> um so i'm glad they kind of said you know what let's just correct a mistake or you know something that fans uh pointed out so let's bring her back um it'll be interesting to see this is the first screen movie without nev campbell how how that's going to work um I feel like, like I use said, Jenna Ortega and her popularity yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, um, she's she's a big star right now, so we're gonna ride the coattails off her, basically. Basically. Um, other than that, guys, um, like I said, Scream Six next week. Uh, any final thoughts on Creed Three before we go on to next week? Uh, Michael B. Jordan's gonna get a shot at many other directorial jobs. Oh yeah, That's I agree. Quite I simple. agree. Totally agree. Uh, oh. Even though this is kind of sitting around the 78%. I think it's at 100. Yeah, it's gross it's, about $100 million. So, yeah. 
hundred million, seven point four out of ten, uh, eleven thousand ratings on IMDb. I haven't really seen anything else. Um, I mean, it's you watch some of these other movies that he's been in. Um, you can catch hints, uh, catch hints of Ryan Coogler's taste. You can catch hints of yes, um, some of Marvel. You can catch hints of anime, like we said. Um, it's very. He's taken the best of a lot of these things oh, yeah. that he's done or been in or interested in, and really put it in in Creed three. And I, I can't wait to see kind of what he does moving forward. Did y'all I'll see the? Uh, what was that spot? It was a UFC spot with Jake Gyllenhaal. Dude, yeah. I was just like, "What?" I thought oh, he was really fighting. House. Yeah. Same, I th- yeah. I looked on the card. I was like, "This motherfucker is not really fighting." And <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, "I'm like, okay, you're in good shape. Don't get me wrong, but hey, you, I mean, really, people, people make that crossover. They they want to get a little taste of it. And I thought he was, I thought he was going that route. More power to him, but yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. But it was just like, wait, what? You know, because I'm like, nah. And then yeah, it led to like you said, Roadhouse. So. I, yeah. I'm kind of like looking at that, and I'm just like, that might be something on the watch list later on this year or whenever it comes out. So, yeah. yeah. I'll just send you guys this when we're done. Is There's an article on here called Cree 3 Anime References to Dragon Ball, Akira, and Naruto, and more and more explained. And yeah, they do like shot-by-shot. Shot, they do shot-by-shot shot, shot by shot comparisons. It's like, oh, yeah, that is definitely... That is definitely from uh, Dragon I heard Ball. The or shorts or whatever. even kind of Akira. I don't know, but um, okay. also next week, top five returns. We've been kind of taking a break from top five. Um, top five returns. Scream six. Um, Ed, have anything else you, you want to say before we get out of here? Nah, man. This is Ed saying I'll see you on the silver screen. Craig, what about you? Um. Go see Creek 3. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go see it. Um, if you are expecting just another Rocky movie, I think you're in for a little bit. Oh, man. You're in for a Clearly. little bit more. The ghost of Rocky passed. He doesn't like the way. Uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, just it, it's, it's, it's more than a boxing movie. So if you're just expecting another boxing movie, it's going to be more than that. Um, you'll enjoy it. Um, so yeah, and then um, <laughs> well, I'll I'll see you next week. All right, guys, uh, we'll be back next week for Scream Six. Uh, everyone have a safe weekend. Stay safe. Do stuff that we wouldn't do. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode of the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Bye, guys. <laughs>